What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. What team you both would want to rematch against to beat? I would want to run it back with that We Believe team versus Utah. Mine's is, is clear, obvious, the Lakers in 2010, <laughs> game seven. I mean, gosh, we was up eight, nine, ten points. Mm. God, I don't want to hurt. Welcome back to What's Burning, the finals. Uh, man, we got a special guest here before we get started. Uh, friend of the family, friend of the program. Uh, NBA Hall of Famer Paul Pierce, we yeah, appreciate so you, man. What up, man? I'm hearing you might be coming part of the Showtime family, so we could we could be seeing you here more. Oh yeah, we got some stuff in the works. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay yeah, absolutely. Tuned. Well, welcome. Uh, but let's get right into it. Uh, Milwaukee Phoenix. Phoenix goes up 2-0. Milwaukee wins the next two at home. Goes in Game Five after being down double digits uh, to secure a win um, with some tough defense from Drew Holiday. Tell me how the momentum has swung in these finals. Man, I'm telling you, this series might be over, man, truthfully, because Drew Holiday, think about this. He played terrible in game four, and that was a game Phoenix should have won. It's always that one swing game. It was game four. Phoenix should have won that. So now all the momentum is in Milwaukee, and I don't know how Phoenix is going to recover because I can't even see them playing much better. They shot over 50% mm-hmm. from the field, from three. I mean, what can they do better? Yeah. Usually when you see them numbers, Matt, you usually win a game like that. Yep. They was up 16 in game in game five in the first quarter. It's like now you go to Milwaukee where they've been dominant at home. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they get back in yeah. it, to be all honest. They're a whole different team at home, and I think is you know that game four loss in Milwaukee was big. Obviously, that turnover down the stretch is what stands out. You know when CP lost the ball and they go down and get that the, the bucket by Middleton. But same thing in game five. Drew Holiday again in there. You know Devin Booker's hesitant instead of pulling up, he turns and Drew takes it down. He takes it and then throws a lob to Giannis. It's a three point play and. The momentum is gone. I see flashes of this teams, and what I've been impressed with them all playoffs is they haven't showed their age. You know, although CP is their leader, they're a young team, and they, yeah. to me, they haven't showed their age. They've showed like they belong or they've done it before. 
you see in spells now in these final games where it's just a little bit tighter um, that they're showing their their age with shot selections, defensive rotations, and small careless turnovers that Milwaukee is eating on. So Holiday has been up and down, but you also got to say like his defense has been so pivotal on CP. I think he's starting to wear CP down. And then last game, obviously Holiday was on fire with the score. And I think when they have those three guys over 20, they're hard to beat. Yeah, I mean, when you look at both of them, they, they're so-called big threes. Booker is kind of like high end taking Giannis. They're even in numbers. Yeah, you know, right. they're both mm-hmm. high 30s, 40s. Yeah. Then you look at Middleton. He's up and down. CP is not taking advantage of that matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they they post the CP supposed to dominate one of these matchups, but then Middleton, he goes for 38. Then he has another mm-hmm. good game. He's been clutch for them. Mm-hmm. And then Aiden, the X Factor, he's supposed to, he got to be the X Factor. Yeah. And Drew Holiday's the X Factor. And we've seen their two X Factors take advantage of this series. Because in every series, you got to have that X Factor. And Drew's been yeah, the X Factor. Because you know what you're going to get from the stars. The X Factors, especially in the finals, are kind of the wild card. Are they gonna, how are they going to play? And that kind of dictates how it goes. Yeah. And so when you look at it from top <laughs> to bottom, from their top three to, uh, to Milwaukee's top three in Phoenix, they're just getting outplayed. Mm-hmm. You know, Giannis has been consistent. Booger's been consistent. Middleton's been great down the stretch. And I think that's what it comes yeah. down to. And then you got to have that. See, Phoenix never took advantage of when they role players played great. You know, when Crowder have a game where he's getting you 15, 18 points, you know, you got to win them games. Yes. When you have 16 at home, yeah. that's a swing game. Yes. And it's tough to come back yeah. from that. So, obviously, we both know the world knows Milwaukee is a much tougher team and a different team mindset-wise at home. It's going to be a tough job to go in there and do it uh but i think like i said phoenix can because it's, it's coming down to the wire it's not like they're getting blown out it, it's been really it, it's been one play here one play there mm-hmm. so if they can go in there and have that mindset of you know we got to get this back to phoenix it could happen but i think we all know it's gonna be really tough man but, but, but one more thing when you got the best player in the series on milwaukee at home I don't gotta know. Finish it. I, you gotta, you gotta, gotta like their it. chances. Yeah, I mean, you, gotta you gotta like their chances. Milwaukee has to have the mindset we're celebrating after you know Tuesday night. Hey, hey Milwaukee, known for their beer. They better have a lot of beer ready. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta have it ready yeah. this Tuesday. So this Tuesday, t- tomorrow night, will be Game uh, Six in Milwaukee. We talked a little bit about you know who's doing what. Booker's at thirty points a game, forty-seven percent from the field. CP's at twenty-one, nearly nine assists, fifty-four percent from the field. Aiden, uh, fifteen and thirteen. And then you jump across Giannis at 32, 13, and nearly 6, 50, 60% from the field. Free throw percentage nearly up to 60. Uh, 60. <laughs> and one thing we forgot, though, is I got to admit, when I saw Giannis hyperextend his knee in the Eastern Conference Finals, I thought he was done. Man, I thought it, I thought his season was over. Right, and he thought that, too. You know I thought I mean? his season was over. And to over. think that he can, you know, rally that up and, and, and possibly come back and win his first championship and probably win the if, – if they win, he's finals MVP. Oh, yeah, so, without a doubt. That's a hell of a story, and I'm happy for him because this, this has always been the question about Giannis. Can he do it on the biggest stage in the biggest game? He's been great during the regular season, and he's taken a lot of heat for not getting his team where they need to be. Now, you can say what you want about teams were hurt, but that a lot of you know, a lot of luck goes into teams winning championships. Absolutely. You lost one of your big players going into L.A. Uh, for your guys' second championship. You know, this has been a great run. Obviously, Middleton at nearly 26 and 7 and 6. Man, he's been killing. Then Holiday's killing. picked his game up at 16 and a half, 9 assists, 
and nearly six rebounds a game and nearly two steals and playing 40 minutes a game. So Drew Holiday, to me, has been the ultimate X factor. It hasn't always been from the scoring side. It's been from the scoring side of late, but the defensive side, you, I, I think he's really starting to wear CP down, picking up CP full court and really making him work every time down the court, and that, that obviously favors Milwaukee. Yeah, but when you look at Drew Holiday's game, you look, there's nothing sexy about no. his game. <laughs> he's just a hard hat player, and and I believe the reason – that he hasn't been that effective on offense. If you just look at his playoff run, he's had the matchup with Hart, Trey Young. Then he come in this series, he got Booker, Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. That can take a lot away from you because I remember in in 2010, I matched up with LeBron for the second time in the series, and I put so much energy on defense. People don't even know I averaged like 14 points for that series. Mm. But I I expended so much energy on just trying to slow him down. That takes a lot away from your offense, uh, especially when you put that much effort in the defensive end. And that's that's the reason Holiday been up and down offensively. And I agree because, I mean, I've seen that firsthand. You know, that's the kind of the Clay Thompson effect with Golden State. You know, when he's always had the tough matchups and he would have off-shooting nights or his points aren't as high, he's literally taking this, the best player on the other end every night. And that mm-hmm. shit, like you said, it's a mindset. But then that also just mentally and physically is draining. It you down. What does Phoenix have to do to get this back to Phoenix for Game 7, in your opinion? Man, I'm not, even, I, I'm not even <laughs> sure because when I'm saying you got to go into a hostile environment, you need some goons. Yes. I, I'm not sure if they got the goons, mm. you know, to get it done. I mean, yes, CP is great, and I love, you know, his mental because I feel like CP is a guy who's never shaken. So I think his leadership got to come into play right here. Mm-hmm. You know, he got to look at everybody in the eye and be like, look, it's one game we got to win. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's really got to come from here. He got to stand up, look everybody in the eye and like, look. One game. Y'all telling me we can't beat this guys one time on mm-hmm. the road? We've been good all year long. We've been one of the best teams in the league. We can get us one game. It's gut checking time. Man. It's gut For checking real. time. This For is real. it. For I real. mean, he got to live and they got to come with it. We know I think Booker's going to come with it. He found a rhythm. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Like so I said, it's going to be a dog fight. And, uh, but I know Milwaukee smell championship. They're going to have the trophy. That's one thing. When you at home, because I was there, I, I knew the trophy was in the building somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's in the building. I'm like, ain't no way this trophy leaving the building tonight. Mm-hmm. And so this is a tough one, but I, I, I don't know what Phoenix can do. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. 
So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Talk to me about, I mean, you've had experience in these situations. You know, you've been up 3-2 with the chance to close at home. Um, 3-2 versus uh, L.A. close out and then uh, 3-2 in, uh, in lost in game seven with the Lakers in 10. But talk to us about both sides of that coin. I mean, you feel a lot more comfortable when you're up 3-2 at home. <laughs> That's just, I mean, I'm sitting at my couch. Sitting, it's like you being at home, putting up my feet, got my food ready. I'm, I know where the bathroom is. I ain't got to ask. <laughs> but when you go on the road, you're like, where is this? It's, it's, it's tough. That that was one of the toughest going on the road. We up 3-2. You just feel like, man, two games in L.A., we got to get one. Then Perk go down. It just took the air out of us. It's tough to win on the road, man. That's mm-hmm. why I always tell people, it's hard to win a championship. Man. I mean, you've been a part of it. You mm-hmm. see, that's hard yes. to win a championship, man. I don't care. You know, you got some guys that did it two or three times, four or five times. Just Incredible. to win one is right. tough. Incredible. And, and that game seven you were talking about off camera before we started, what was that energy like uh, in Staples Center uh, for, for, for that uh, 2010 man, championship? Man, it was surreal, man. I just remember we we were up most of the game, fourth quarter, everybody standing up. It was just surreal, dude. It, it didn't feel real. I, I I really can't even explain it because every shot you took, it was just like something was on the line. You, it, it was like one of them. I felt like it's like almost like one of them shots you take a half court of NBA game where you can you can go win a, a, a ten thousand yeah. dollars if you miss. You just feel so down. And that's every shot. And that so that's every shot yeah. you take in the finals of the fourth quarter. You just felt so down every shot you miss. Mm. And then every shot you hit was so big, <sighs> and it was just like man, I still. I still ain't watched that game till wow. today, man. It, that's crazy. It, that's tough. 
I should Ooh. be sitting on two chips. Mm, mm, but, mm, mm. you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Hell yeah. Next up, we have On the Radar presented to you by DraftKings. Dame Lillard is in the discussions of late. You know, he's he's he, he wants to see some activity from that Portland front office. He's put a lot of time in, and, and they haven't really got over that hump. Um, you were in a similar position in the early 2000s where, you know, guys were trying to get you to leave Boston. You stayed down and, uh, you know, ended up picking up uh, Ray Allen and KG and, and making your guys' run. Do you think Dame will ask uh, out of this situation, or is he going to you know, give Chauncey a chance and, and kind of see what they can do with that? Because like I said, you've been in a situation like this. Yeah, I think my circumstance was a little different because when I look around the league, what Dame needs is not out there. And what I mean by that, there's no other superstar that you can say is disgruntled that you can bring over to Dame to say, all right, if we add this piece, <clears throat> this has put us in championship contention. And uh, so I think the best thing for Dame, I think he needs to get out of there. Mm. I really do. I, I really think he don't have to be loud about it. You know, Dame has always been one of the most loyal guys. Right. So more, it's more his situation, unlike mine, is more like KG's. Because mm. KG was doing all he could for Minnesota, right. and it just got to the point he couldn't do no more. And uh, it, it was like, you know, it was time for him to go. I think Dame's time is up there, and – you know, he they, they just squeezed all the lemon juice out of him. He can't make no more lemonade, man. I mean, he been making he been making too much lemonade for years. It, it, it's it, he got to move on. So if he does end up moving in whatever fashion that may happen, where do you see a good landing spot or a good fit for him? Who are maybe two or three teams? You, obviously, any team he goes to is going to help. But anyone off the top that that comes to mind that can be like, damn. Yeah, well, there's two teams off the top that if you land Dame Lillard. You put yourself in championship contention, which is, I mean, there's a lot of teams, but I'm saying best fit. I think the 76ers, because I believe they got the pieces that mm-hmm. they can make a trade. You know, maybe Ben Simmons, who knows? It's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of things rumbling over there, who knows? Mm-hmm. And Miami, the Miami mm-hmm. Heat. I think they got a lot of young pieces. If you don't get rid of Jimmy Butler and you can find a way to keep Bam, try to fadangle some of them other little pieces, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and you can bring Dame mm-hmm. in there, mm-hmm. I think – those two are realistic, mm-hmm. and I would really look into that if I'm all of those GMs. Something I don't know if it's been unofficial or, or official, if it's actually real talk, but I've heard Golden State trying to trade their two picks and maybe one of their young players for Dame to join Clay, Ooh. Draymond, and Steph back <laughs> at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude. Oof. You know what? Greatness always figure it out. I don't care how much of it you <laughs> right. got around each That's other. A good and to people, have. yeah, just like you know, if Harden, KD, and Kyrie would have been healthy, oh, yeah. they probably would have won. No question. And so, like, if they come together, and, and you know, the casuals are gonna be like, "It's too repetitive." Mm. Dame, you know, he play like Steph and, and Clay. It won't work. It's too many. Nah, I love to try to figure Gre- that shit out. Greatness always gonna figure <laughs> right. it out. Right. It's, it's, if they if they're uh, healthy. They'll figure out a way to make that work, and they will be the favorites in my Ooh. eyes if that happens. And you think him going back to the town, too. <laughs> and being home? Wow. This Thursday, July 22nd, catch our next All the Smoke episode of our man Emmanuel Acho himself. Enjoy this teaser. Shakira Richardson uh, banned for smoking with, uh, marijuana on the days after her mom had passed. And I saw what you said. You, you made a comment on something. I don't remember what it was. And I said, I said, come on, bro. You're better than that. Yep. 
and you had made a comment. I, I think you were taking a lot of heat. That forced you to kind of go back and do some homework in your research mm-hmm. on the situation. Man, let's go there, fellas. Literally mm-hmm. came here for this welcome topic. To, welcome to All the Smoke. Now, it's just a pleasure to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. First and foremost, let me preface with this. I was at Olympic trials. Let me preface with this. Track is actually my first love. I love track because track is quantifiable. It's like why I love math. Two plus two will always be four. I don't care if stack feels like it's five. Right. Or if Matt feels like it's six. Two plus two is four. Point blank. Point blank. We watched the NBA finals. Uh, How much was Giannis helping? How much was Middleton helping? How much was Chris Paul helping? Track is simple. I ran faster than you. Point blank. Point blank. We ain't got to debate nothing. <laughs> right. So let me preface with this my first love. Let me preface with I was at the Olympic trials. Let me preface with I keep up with not only what goes on in American track circuit, but the entire track circuit, Jamaicans, Nigerians, everything. Because I love track. Also, preface with condolences to Shakari. Right. right. Let's, not step, let's not overstep. Let's not overlook. This is a woman who lost her biological mother. Let's not slip over that for the sake of debate, number one. So... My my comment after she got, she tested positive for marijuana and so many people was jumping out saying they should legalize, it should be legalized, it should be legalized, it should be legalized. I'm like, okay, here's the kicker. It's only illegal in competition. You can smoke all the weed you want as a professional track athlete. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it in competition. A rule exists. A rule exists, whether it's fair or not, you broke the rule. Right. You should be punished accordingly. I grew up in Texas. I drive through the back roads in Texas. If there is a red light and I see the red light camera and I choose to run the red light and I see it flash, I got to pay the ticket. You're going to get that ticket in the mail. I seen the red light and I ran the joint. Now, I can debate why was the red light there. We can debate that till we went all day. But the fact of the matter is the red light was there. Last thing I'm going to say on this matter is this. And again, I was there. The fastest man in, in the world, not in America, Noah Lyles through 200 meters, the fastest man in the world, world, reigning world champion, he said that USA Olympic trials make the world championships feel like nothing. Mm. Just saying Olympic trials are more difficult than world champions. I was in a warm-up area with Noah before he had to rant, run. Nervous as all could be. I had, he was watching my phone. He was, had my phone in his hand dropped. Nervous as all could be. The fastest woman ever through 200 meters, second to Flojo, Gabby Thomas. She trains in Austin. I know her well. Graduated from Harvard. Fastest woman ever. She had to take off her whoop watch the week before the 200 meters because she didn't want to see how bad her CNS was because she was so anxious. So everybody was anxious there. With that being said, everybody had to deal with their anxiety differently. Mm-hmm. So there was a rule in place. No weed doesn't make you faster. It don't make you stronger. It doesn't make you have more quick twitch muscles. No. But the fact of the matter is, it was a rule. Right. She broke the rule. And the last thing is, remember, this isn't the NBA. This isn't the NFL. This is not the MLB. This is global stages. In China, if you smoke, in Japan, if you smoke weed, punishable by five to 10 years in prison. So the tests in Japan have to match the tests in America because they compete against each other. Unlike America, we can just do rules for America, but the rules got to compete against each other. So you can't make something legal for one country that's illegal in another country because the country's got to compete. Right. And so... This is a nuanced conversation that has to be had with nuanced individuals. You can't just fire off 180 characters to make sense of it all. Mm -hmm. But that's my stance. Racism is why marijuana was ever made illegal in the first place. Marijuana should not be illegal. Shakari did break a rule. Shakari should be punished accordingly for the rule she broke. All of those things can be true. Next up, one of our favorite segments, we have fan questions. So let's get started with this. 
Step up and get clowned. What is the U.S. basketball team missing in order to be successful, in your opinion? The U.S. basketball team is never missing nothing. <laughs> Come on. We we had and shoulders the best in the world. I don't care who we put out there. We just need time. That's it. We just need time together. I don't care yeah. who we put out there. We're head and shoulders better than everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be in the NBA, and we're sending 12, 14 NBA guys over there. And most of these teams maybe got one NBA player, mm-hmm. maybe two. Mm-hmm. We don't need nothing. Just time together for them to get their chemistry. But this should be USA gold every time, hands down. I agree. The one thing I will say is obviously I think the world has not caught up but has gotten better. Yeah, absolutely. The world has definitely gotten better from a standpoint of we just been up, used to be able to just throw whoever out there and it was just, okay, we're that much better, we're going to be fine. Now mm-hmm. that chemistry is starting to weigh in because I think there is more NBA players from around the world. So, And the mm-hmm. way I, I was having a conversation with my homeboy, and I think that people don't understand is we have – 12 guys on the team, probably 10 of those guys are the man on their team, the yeah. go-to man that takes shots. All these other teams, even if they have any player, they're role players, so they know how to play in a system. They know what they have to do, the cuts, the passes, the screens, the shit they have to do. We just have to get used to playing with so many stars that are used to not playing together but also being the man on their team. So that just takes time and that chemistry to get that ball because once you saw it last game against Spain, once that ball starts moving around, there's nothing you could do with us. No. The only adjustment do. U.S. got to be ready for is – International whistle oh, is yeah, different, different from the NBA the whistle because yeah. them fouls used to get, you know, them mm-hmm. LeBron calls, Tatum calls, mm-hmm. you know, they're not getting those over nah. there. So once they get used to that, I think they'll be fine. What was your Olympic experience like? Oh, man. I didn't play Olympics, but I played World Games. World Games, that's what it was. And it was it was tragic. 2002. <laughs> I, we tragic. were the first team. Who to was on lose. that team? We had Baron Davis, Andre Miller. I remember Jermaine O'Neal, Elton Brand, Reggie Miller, uh, The Matrix, Sean Marion, Ben Wallace. We just didn't get it done. But this is where the world, this is where we ran into a guy. First time I ran into a guy named Manu Ginobili. Mm. This is the first time, you know, he wasn't in the league yet. And they was like, this kid. So I was like, what? Whatever, I got him. Yeah, he, he put it on us. He put, <laughs> <laughs> he put it on us. That young man was, was a monster too, man, boy. He was a monster. You do everything to keep him off that left, he'll still get to his left. And he used to dunk that bitch in the lane on you too. Yeah, so my USA experience was all bad. And I think the reason after 2000, and this was in 2000, I believe, uh, three and four around there, they changed the whole USA program to where now how they started bringing guys early out for camp because we just showed up, got together, practiced for a couple of days and played. Mm-hmm. Now it's a whole mm-hmm. program oh, yeah, after absolutely. that. After that that tragic event, <laughs> they, they tragic changed the whole event. USA program and that's why we <laughs> back on top. This is It's just me. What team you both would want to rematch against to beat? What? Mm. We both would want to rematch against so the I think beat? probably in our in our careers, I would want to run it back with that We Believe team versus Utah. I think we had we were we were on a, a crazy high that year. Man, I remember that. And we Ooh. was up in Utah both games. The whistles got crazy. Um and they ended up battling San Antonio in the Eastern Conference Finals. Or excuse me, Western Conference Finals. So that I mean to me that would probably be a one let's run it back because I thought we should have beat them. Yeah, I mean, mine's is, is clear, obvious. The Lakers in 2010, <laughs> game seven. I mean, gosh, we was up eight, nine, ten points. Mm. Ah, that one hurt. That one still sting. To you, is that your biggest 
that's just you your know biggest crush your heart that's my breaking. biggest crush man right there and then but like a couple of them people don't like like when we say you have to be good and lucky people forget in 2009 we came back and started the season like 29 and 3 and kg gets hurt and uh we probably would go back to back because we was crushing teams. And mm-hmm. then we get healthy the next year, and then we lose Perk. I mean, you got to be good it's and luck. lucky, man. Luck. Injuries understand. are a factor. So all you people out here saying that Phoenix wouldn't be there or Milwaukee wouldn't be there, injuries are a factor. It is a part of the game. It happens every year. Mm-hmm. Toronto won. KD went down. Oh, well. It's part of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. You can't definitely take nothing away from these teams. Unc one E PH one. What the fuck that says? <laughs> After partially tearing his ACL with his injury history, will Kawhi be the next star to have his career altered by injury? Ooh, tough question. I mean, how much altering can you do with Kawhi's career? Look at his career. Mm. You know, it's not the same. As when I look at like Penny Hardaway. Or Grant Hill. Or, or Grant Hill. Mm-hmm. Or Tracy McGrady. You know, Kawhi has won a couple championships. He's been on great teams already. I don't think it alters his career. Will he win more? Who knows? But uh, his career is set in stone pretty much. His legacy is there. Yeah. And so, I, I like like I said, altering it, I don't think so. Because Kawhi could retire today. And he's straight. going down one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. So. I would agree. Now, I, I, this might alter his longevity, I think, um, just because there's always been whispers there's something going on in his hip. Now he has this minor ACL tear, um, already had the surgery recovering. We wish him the best. But this could probably prolong the, probably the length of time he yeah. plays. But I, I think, like Paul said, I mean, two championships, two finals MVPs. Yeah. Um, he's, he's pretty set. much straight. Yeah. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. 
The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. All right. We got a question from SJC4401. Matt, where would you rank Giannis currently if he wins a ring this year? I really, to be honest with you, when we're talking about greats and we'll just go top 25 greats, I don't think he's cracked that list yet. I think um, he's had a great start. Still young, two-time MVP. Uh, but like, what about amongst the league? Current now? players right now. Current, like, like who's the best player in the league if he wins a ring this year? I think we got to. I think you got to put him in the top five. I think you got to put him in the top five, and that's that's saying a lot because there's a lot of motherfuckers in this. So league not right number now. one player in the league. I don't think so. Man, I don't think so. Do you got him? You, you got him at number one. Oh. Where you got him? Because I'm still like, and I'm if I'm thinking number one, I'm still taking KD over Giannis. I don't know, and this is with all due respect. I don't know if going into the, year 19, this, this I could take Braun over Giannis. Well, though. this is my thing about this. We won in 08, right? So I go to Spain to do a basketball camp, and they was like, "Hey, I did an interview." And they was like, "Hey, you best, you just beat the best player in the world," and I was like, "Huh?" I was like, currently, I'm the best player in the world. Because I won. Because I beat the okay. – <laughs> I won. So I, see, I can see how so you can look like, at it that way. And so, like, I think Giannis, if he wins a chip, he's the king. Mm-hmm. He's the best player in the world. I mean, look at the numbers he's putting up, dude. Incredible numbers. I mean, he's 60 – who shoots 60% from the field average in 30? Him and Shaq. That's His it. impact is undeniable. Yeah, he's not that player, but neither was Shaq. You know, everybody asking Giannis to do all this. He's not a closer. That's why they need Middleton and, and Drew Holiday to do that. But everything else in between, he taking care numbers of. Numbers are crazy. That's you know, there's other guys who we got in front of them. They closers. Okay, KD, uh, Bron. You know, these guys. You know, they they closers. They they do it all. But this dude, he the best right now. He coming off two MVPs, and then he win it. I'm not mad at that. I mean, definitely he got. I mean, it's gotta be. He got. He yeah. gotta feel he's the best. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you, uh, I'm not even going to lie, you made a better argument than me, so I'm, I, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> now we're up with quick hitters. Uh, we touched on this early in the show. Uh, the U.S. team defeats Spain. They're off to Tokyo. First game, I think, is versus France. Uh, one thing I did like, and this was kind of controversial, because they added uh, Keldon Johnson, was a young player off San Antonio, who got a lot of respect in the process leading up to being able to uh, join the big team. And then they grabbed JaVale McGee, and it was a lot of controversy saying that possibly other guys deserved it or earned it more. What was your thought on those filling those two pieces, two spots with role players instead of bona fide stars? This, this is the one thing I think people got to get because it's easy for me to say, you know, why you didn't add a, a Trey Young or, or – um, well, Donovan, is Donovan, Donovan Mitchell's not on the mm-hmm. squad, is mm-hmm. he? No, Donovan Mitchell. But you got to understand, sometimes these guys turn down. And people don't know that. That like They might have asked these guys, Trey, do you want to play? Or, or it's about availability. You know, some guys turn it down. And so it's not about, oh, why they didn't pick them up. Like, I turned down Team USA. You know, it's times it was like, why they didn't put Pierce? Because I didn't want to play that mm-hmm. summer. I had other things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's no excuses. 
these guys are more than enough. They added some role players. They got their stars. KD, think about this. You can add two of them guys on the NBA team, on the USA team, and they'll be contenders (laughs) in the NBA. So they got more than enough. And so there's, regardless, maybe it'll help with their chemistry. It'll help them with defense. Then when the finals is over, they add Booker. Middleton and Drew, they'll be fine. Yeah. I like the uh, – obviously, there are people who are more solidified and have maybe put more work in um, than these guys. But at the end of the day, I think role players is needed because as we touched on earlier, we got so many ball-dominant stars that are used to being the man on their team. It's good because, you know, Kelton Johnson came in and, and fucked the whole energy up for Spain with his hustle, mm-hmm. his rebounding, his cutting, yeah, his sprinting his ass back on defense. And, you know, we've all seen with JaVale. JaVale, to me, has been unsung. He's got, what, two or three championships, always a key piece on championship teams. He played interior plays defense. Hard. They need that interior defense. He plays defense. hard. He rebounds. He alters shots. So with these, adding these two role players, yes, like but you said. But think about this. Think about it. Could you imagine – a couple of years ago, before going to state, Javale McGee on the USA team. Absolutely not. They would have been. They would have been going. Crazy. That's a testament to him, though. Shout out Javale, man. Your hard work over the last few years. Absolutely, man. He's always been a key piece on championship well, teams, man. Right, so right, he's right, getting rewarded. Up, and then, like you said, you know, Book Middleton and Holiday will come after the finals. So obviously, we're still odds on favor. I don't see anyone really being a problem. It may not be dream team number blowouts, but it's going to be. You know, USA will definitely do their thing. Up next, Wes Unsell Jr. named the head coach of the Washington Wizards. Um, I think we want to say we have seven new black head coaches in the league, which will run the total to 13. I think it's a beautiful thing. What's your thought on this? I think it's a long time coming because I think with this new generation, you got a lot of these guys as former players and they can relate. Key. To these That's the key word. You, I, I think to now, <laughs> coaching is more about relatability to yeah. actually X and O's. Yeah. Because you can get some X's and O's, but you need a guy who they can relate to, who they going to respect. J-Kid, Chauncey, when I look around these guys, Ume, uh, they they respect it in the NBA mm-hmm. circles. Ty Luz, we already know, mm-hmm. they respect it. And, you know, I respected Doc because he know what we go through on a day-to-day mm-hmm. grind. Mm-hmm. He's somebody I feel like, man – you know, away from basketball, I could really have a real conversation with yeah. him. It ain't always got to be basketball right, talk. Right. You know, he can understand, like, if something I'm going through off the court is affecting me on the court, I feel like I'm comfortable having and, and having that conversation yeah. and see people don't see that part mm-hmm. of it. You know, and that's what I love when you get these young black coaches who've been there, who understand the new generation, who've been around them, because it's it's more than just hoop sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I didn't have to have conversations with Doc, not even about hoop, just somebody who I could just holler at. That's important. And and then it got my mind back right, now Mm -hmm. I can hoop. Yeah. (laughs) What I think is dope, too, is six out of the seven coaches were assistants. And when it comes to this situation, normally the black assistants are the cool assistant coaches. They'll have to go wrangle us up. Go talk Mm -hmm. to Paul or go talk to Matt. He's tripping and this, this, and that. So for these guys to finally, (laughs) you know, not have to be them dudes no more, actually get to sit in that front seat. Man, I love it. Shout out to my man, Willie Green, who got the job over in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good luck. You know, hopefully you guys do what you do in the finals. But congratulations on the new job in New Orleans, man. So. Love to see it. Let's uh, also talk about your team, who's got a new head coach, Ime Udoko, but then also picked up David uh, Stoudemire as an assistant. Talk about well Ime's job and what, what uh, you know being a part of this Celtics franchise looks like and them building around Brown and Tatum. Well, yeah. I think, you know, Brad Stevens, you know, he, you know, he already laid the foundation. And I think his time was up as far as coaching. And now I love the fact that you bring in these two uh, former players who who understand the game. They both are guards. 
you know, and this team is guard heavy, mm-hmm. uh, Tatum and Brown, and guys that they're going to respect. You know, David Stoudemire definitely made a name for himself in this league. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know that. Mighty Mouse. And, and uh, you know, sometimes it's about having a new voice, but the right voice. It's key. You know, but the right voice. And that can take a team to the next level. Um, you know, the Celtics still, as far as being a contender, they need some few, a few more pieces. Well, that was, was going to be my next question. What do you feel like they're missing? I like the uh, Moses Brown pickup uh, from – he's raw – from Oklahoma City, former mm-hmm. UCLA kid, to, to put up a couple 2020 nights. It's going to, you know, push uh, the, the, the young Williams kid to work harder. What do you feel like they're missing? I think they need a young athletic big. You know, just uh, when you look across the board uh, at the contenders, you get, they got the guards. The wings is fine. You know, Brown and Tatum can handle. But I think they need a young young athletic big who's capable on any given night giving you a 20 and 10 night. Now – they may have one already there, my young boy over there, but I just think you need somebody consistent in that spot, a borderline all-star, mm. uh, if they want to take the leap. You know, like how Milwaukee went on and got Drew Holland, who's a borderline all-star mm-hmm. to go with the other two all-stars. Mm-hmm. In this league today, you need three all-stars or two in a borderline one to win it all yeah. or to be a contender. And that's all they missing. But they young. Yeah. They can keep building on what they got for a long time. Because these guys is about to sign some long-term deals in the next year or two. They're going to be there, I believe. You know, they signed once, but they'll sign again. I think they need a playmaking point guard. And a point guard that can hit big shots. Like a Malcolm Brogdon. Like, to me, but I think. But see, Matt, can... look. They had Kyrie. No, but they I'm had saying, Isaiah. But, but those are those are score first guards. Brogdon uh-huh. can make plays, plays defense, and hits big shots. He yeah. doesn't have to have the ball in his hands yeah. and be the go-to. You know what I mean? He feels a great role to me. And to me, yeah, you know, it, 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 although Marcus Smart is kind of the heart and soul of that team, the reason why I think he's expendable is because Tatum and Brown both play defense. Normally you don't get young stars that play both ways. Both these dudes try to lock up on defense too. So to me, if you can get a playmaking point guard that can knock down big shots and guard mm-hmm. his position – to me, I think that's what they need because I think they do. I, I agree, young athletic bigs. But again, I think with Hor- Horford kind of being the OG, mentoring these young kids with mm-hmm. the Williams kid and the in in the, in the yeah, Brown yeah, kid from UCLA over there, I think there's gonna have some good mentorship. So it'll be, um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I still think the East is wide open now. If Milwaukee win this year. I still feel like there's teams that's right there yeah. well, I mean, and I add mean, one piece away. I mean, Brooklyn doesn't have to add shit. They just got to yeah, be Brooklyn healthy. Brooklyn got to be healthy. That's it. So. I think the end of the era of dynasties is over. I agree. I agree. I, I think there's do. more movement mm-hmm. now. Although the I, well, the last team that could possibly be a dynasty, in my opinion, is if they can stay together, is Brooklyn. They can make a dynasty run. I think. I think they can win. What is that considered a dynasty? Back to back, three out of four. Back to back, back to back. You a dynasty? You know what I mean? So I would, I would, I would think that team has a chance. And if Dame drops to the bay, look out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, man, it's been a hell of a season. A lot of ups and downs. Shortened off season. Um, the the season's going to be even shorter um, after this break. Also, the Olympics, and they're starting on time next year. I think as fans and, and first, certainly as players, we have to watch how, how these guys get their rest. I think in the playoffs this year, like you said, it always happens, but it happened at an alarming rate this year uh, to guys getting hurt, especially key players getting hurt. And I just think that kind of stems, stems down to – 
these motherfuckers been playing a lot of basketball <laughs> yeah. of late, and it doesn't seem like there's any time to slow down soon. So hopefully these guys can find some rest, and we can get a uh, healthy season next year, man. So. Uh-huh. Appreciate you, man, for your time. Like I said, we're going to be seeing you around here more. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of What's Burning. You can catch this every week on Showtime Basketball and the iHeart platform, Black Effects, and Show Basketball on Twitter. See you all next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.